It's Tuesday, September 26, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. Balancing growth and efficiency, the role of IT and cloud in 2023 and beyond. Cloud providers under scrutiny, what the potential executive order means for AI. ChatGPT in schools, a cheating aid or untapped educational resource. And the open gates of cloud security, how attack services are still vulnerable. This is the business of tech. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Worldwide spending on information and communications technology is expected to rebound after a slower 2023, with a forecasted 5.7% compound annual growth rate through 2027, according to new data from IDC. Software and information services will be the fastest-growing industry, followed by capital markets and life sciences. The top three industries with the largest ICT investments in 2022 were banking, federal and central government, and telecommunications. Software, driven by investments in enterprise resource management applications and artificial intelligence applications, will be the key growth driver. Hardware and telecom services will have the slowest growth, while business services and IT services will see growth near the market average. According to Aptum's Cloud Impact Study 2023, many organizations are experiencing higher-than-expected IT costs due to a lack of cloud management. The study found that cloud-related costs comprise 30% or more of total IT spending for 71% of IT professionals surveyed. Inefficiencies with cloud platforms and services have led to significant wasted IT spending for over half of the organizations. Factors contributing to increased costs include poor planning, a lack of internal expertise, and a lack of familiarity with complex cloud solutions. To address these challenges, organizations should focus on developing skills and knowledge in cloud strategy and implementing FinOps principles for cost visibility, optimized resource usage, enhanced decision-making, cultural change, and continuous improvement in cloud financial management practices. A TechIsle survey reveals that the cloud is closing the gap between strategy and execution for SMBs and mid-market firms. Cloud adoption is seen as a way to reduce costs, increase operational agility, and support improved business processes. The cloud is evolving with business needs and provides a framework that connects strategy and execution. Cloud economics, tight integration with business pressure, and management ownership are key factors in successful cloud implementation for SMBs. Why do we care? The IT industry is growing, yet be warned by that cloud study indicating customers are getting hit with higher bills than expected. You don't want to be caught on the blame side of that equation, but rather on the we saved you money side. I always enjoy Anarag's perspective on Tech Isle, and I will pull this truth from the analysis. Quote, cloud is a framework, not a technology. It evolves with business needs, end quote. And someone needs to be there with a guiding hand. 
The United Kingdom and the United States have finalized an agreement allowing for the free flow of online data between the two nations starting on October 12th. The data framework addresses concerns about privacy protections and surveillance laws and provides reassurance to technology companies. The agreement is expected to benefit the economic relationship between the two countries, particularly for tech companies and data-enabled services exports. However, potential obstacles include ongoing court challenges and the renewal of surveillance authority in the United States. Cloud computing providers like Microsoft, Google, and Amazon may be required to disclose information about their AI customers under a potential executive order. The order has yet to be finalized and aims to identify potential AI threats and provide early warnings to American authorities. However, there's concerns about the government's understanding of AI technology and the potential impact on legitimate AI usage. Critics argue that more thoughtful discussions involving tech providers and Congress are needed before implementing such a rule. Why do we care? The US-UK agreement aims to address privacy concerns, which could set a precedent for how future international data agreements are crafted. You need a privacy framework? Here's another option. While aimed at security, the potential executive order could have broader implications, including on national security. Businesses utilizing AI need to be aware of how this could affect them. Considering how much AI we're talking about now, this means most of us. As school resumes, data shows that the usage of ChatGPT has recovered, indicating that students mainly using it for cheating on homework. The decline in usage during the summer break supports this theory. However, this limited range of use cases raises concerns about the long-term potential of AI-powered chatbots like ChatGPT. OpenAI has provided a guide for teachers on using ChatGPT in the classroom, but it cannot reliably detect AI-generated content from human-generated content. A recent study found that several AI-based chatbots, including OpenAI's ChatGPT4, Databricks Dolly 2.0, and Stability AI's Stable LM Tuned Alpha, exhibit significant gender bias. The study examined the responses of 13 chatbots to different prompts and ranked them based on bias in a professional context and storytelling. The results highlight the need for improvements in language models to mitigate biases, linking the story to the research. Despite the rapid face of changes brought by AI in the workplace, many leaders are not considering the potential for significant future transformations. Per a large qualitative study, researchers explored how this present bias hinders the adoption of new technologies to make the workplace more productive and inclusive. The researchers recommend that to prepare for the next decade of workplace transitions, leaders should leverage technological advances for inclusion, identify areas where jobs can be automated, use AI in hiring and promotion processes, address concerns about AI integration, and recognize the importance of human interaction and inclusivity. Why do we care? Be easy to discount that ChatGPT's market is students. I'm less sure that shows a utility that was quickly adopted. Its capabilities can be directed towards more constructive educational purposes, such as assisting with research or helping understand complex topics. That's valuable. Sure, early, but valuable. The recommendation to use AI in hiring and promotions has its own ethical implications, especially in the context of observed biases in AI models. Be thoughtful here. 
a measure twice cut once approach is going to pay off. The FBI and Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has issued a joint advisory warning about the evolving tactics of the Snatch ransomware group. The group has been targeting the defense industrial base and critical infrastructure sectors using data exfiltration and double extortion techniques. They exploit weaknesses in remote desktop protocol and compromise credentials for initial access, spending months on a victim's system. Organizations are advised to limit user access, perform regular patching and segmentation, and maintain backups. Paying ransom is strongly discouraged, and incidents should be reported to the FBI and CISA. A new study by Unit 42 reveals that cloud-based assets and remote access are the most vulnerable threat surfaces. The report highlights that 80% of reported exposures occurred on cloud-based assets, while 85% of organizations had remote access connected to the internet. Attackers scan IPv4 address spaces at machine speed and exploit publicly accessible surfaces within days. Organizations refreshing their cloud-based IT infrastructure contribute to the problem. The study also identifies industry-specific attack surfaces and recommends continuous visibility, vulnerability management, securing remote access, and addressing cloud misconfigurations as solutions. Why do we care? How much access is left wide open, even today? It's staggering. This statistic is a red flag for organizations migrating to or operating in the cloud, signaling the urgent need for better cloud security measures. The Unit 42 report also suggests that different industries have unique vulnerabilities. Tailored approaches may be more effective than one-size-fits-all security solutions, which should be catnip for service organizations. While investments in cybersecurity are growing, the latest warnings make it clear we're far from where we need to be. Are you struggling to hire top talent for your MSP? What if a team of senior technicians screened thousands of remote MSP candidates so you could review the best of them on video, only interviewing candidates you already like? Support Adventure handles your recruiting, HR, and onboarding needs, hiring only the best English-speaking talent from around the world. Make a remote team that works hard for you and fits your company's culture. Check out supportadventure.com slash MSP radio to learn more. Thanks for listening today. National Chimichunga Day and National Compliance Officer Day. That second one's for service providers. The first one for all of us. Talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.